what's in your mind For you and for I I'm trying to decide When you look in your eyes, yeah, yeah I mean besides But your feelings inside you I'm pushing up my mind and my spirit Here we are once again Thanks for joining us This is Inside the RV Episode number 42 This is a podcast about Entrepreneurship, work ethic, self-development And becoming the best version of yourself You're joined by your two lovely hosts I'm one of them My name's Jacob Moore And I'm the other one Ryan Ramirez Jacob Moore and Ryan Ramirez Get used to hearing those names, baby Because we're trying to We're trying to win Trying to go up to the top So thank you guys for listening We're chronicling that journey Of trying to achieve success And get to the top In this podcast And that's what we're going to Tell you guys all about We're going to talk to you about Things we learn in our journey and man ryan and i have been going through a lot of shit man it's actually been like two weeks since we've done an episode yeah and i think i texted you like a week or two ago and i was like yo let's do an episode whatever and for some reason we decided not to and i went home and i was like oh man you know like i feel like we should do an episode but then again i thought about it i was like i i didn't necessarily feel like i had something valuable to say yeah you know what i mean i think we were just like discouraged overall like there's not really i don't want to come on here and be sad and shit like well not even that not even that it was just the fact of like i i was i wanted to do an episode so bad yeah that but I didn't feel like I had something valuable to say. You feel like it would be forced? Yeah, in yeah. a way. Because yeah. I, I listened to an episode of the MFCEO Project. And by the way, listeners, if you haven't heard Andy Frisella's MFCEO Project, go listen to it. It's a great podcast. Mm. That's what Ryan and I get a lot of inspiration and, and advice and stuff from. Yeah. Um, but I was listening to an episode and Andy was like, yeah, I haven't been on here in a while because uh, I just didn't really have much to say. Mm, yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, that's a good... You know, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of a good thing to go by is yeah. like, if you don't have any value to provide, you can, you can kind of cool it a little bit. Every, yeah. Everything's about the value. But now I feel like I have some value to provide. So everybody get stoked on this episode. I want to tell you guys who you need to look out for. You're going to be on a journey. Yeah, Ryan's already laughing right now because he, he knows the answer. But no, seriously, there's one person who's constantly trying to fuck you. There's one person who is always going to, who's going to be the reason that you get the L and it's not going to be the guy on the other team. You know who it is? It's you. Mm. You are your biggest enemy. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of people don't realize that, that when you get a win or you get a loss or you feel like shit or you experience something, you can always trace it back to yourself. Let me give you guys a real lifestyle example. Okay. Me and Ryan business wise, Friendship-wise, we're all good. Yeah. Business-wise, we've been going through some crazy shit the past yeah. couple weeks. And I just felt like shit. Aside from the business stuff that me and Ryan were going through, I had some personal stuff, some financial stuff going on that just really was like a downer on me. And I was sleeping in late and you know, not lifting weights. And that makes me happy. I wasn't playing guitar. Playing guitar makes me happy. I wasn't mm. doing things that were good for me, whatever. And I just felt like shit. Mm. And, you know, things changed like a couple days ago, actually, after we got back from San Luis Obispo, because Brett and I, my cousin Brett, who we're going to have on the podcast one day, he's a great entrepreneurially minded, just hustler, awesome guy. Um, But my cousin Brett and I had a great conversation on the way to this little vacation we were having. And it really made me realize that the root of all of the bullshit that I was feeling was coming from me. Yeah. It was coming from Jacob Moore. Mm. Jacob Moore was telling himself he couldn't do it. My mom wasn't telling me I couldn't do it. People on social media couldn't tell me I wasn't doing it, weren't telling me that mm. I couldn't do it. Mm. It was me. Yeah. I was waking up every morning and going, oh, fuck, man. You know, this sucks and that sucks. And it was all because of me. Mm. Now, 
Why does that matter? Because it matters because I'm the only person who has control over the things that I'm going to experience mm. and the things that are going to happen to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how many people are talking shit to you on social media. doesn't matter what your mom says or your dad says or this or that. Now you could argue to some extent, oh, you know, if you have a boss or you have a, or this or that, what, okay, sure. But, but everything comes back down to you. Yeah. If someone talks some shit to you and you feel like shit, you're choosing to feel like shit, yeah. okay? And if you don't get yourself out of that, you are letting them dictate how you're gonna feel and that makes you emotionally weak. Yeah. And when you're emotionally weak, it means that your feelings and your emotions dictate the decisions that you make. And we had an episode on this about controlling your emotions, okay? And that is why when other people are trying to step foot and say all these things about you, you gotta remember that you are ultimately in control okay so there's that point and then let's go back to the original point so you are the person that makes a difference in your life mm -hmm. you can be your greatest asset or your biggest enemy mm -hmm. okay and it all depends on the thoughts that are going through your head and the actions you take to bring those thoughts to fruition in real life mm -hmm. okay there's a battlefield that goes on in your mind yes and it's a never-ending thing um, and the most successful people are the ones who gain control over their own mind and don't yes. let their mind control them. Um, and sometimes it's very hard. It's very, very yes. hard. Um, especially if you fall down the rabbit hole of like the wrong thinking yes. or negative thoughts, it can, it can, it can attract more negative thoughts. And then all of a sudden you, you feel, you feel yourself digging deeper into a hole and it's harder to get out of. Um, it's crazy how the mind really works like that because it does. Um, mm -hmm. You know, some people call it the devil. Some people mm -hmm. call it just like bad luck or whatever mm -hmm. it is. But at the end of the day, it's what you said. Like you're in control of it and yes. you got to take initiative and get out of it. Um, like for me, like the past like three months, dug into a very, very deep, emotionally weak hole. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because um, it was a learning thing though. And I I'm glad it did happen because now I'm like fucking stronger than I was before. Mm -hmm. But before that... I feel like I was very on, on top of myself. Like I was very emotionally strong, was able to face fears and stuff, but then mm -hmm. I kind of let myself slip away. Mm -hmm. um, but <clears throat> in this new book that I got, <laughs> Winning by Tim Grover, which is an amazing <laughs> fucking book, yeah. he was like, he, he said that, like there's a battlefield going on in your mind and no matter what, you're going to feel, you're going to, that's going to continue throughout your whole life. Yeah. Um, so make it a habit to, to win over yourself yeah. because... I feel like when you make a habit to do that, uh -huh. it becomes a little bit easier to kind of like go forward and you're more in control of yourself in a, in a habitual way. And it's yeah. not so like scary, uh -huh. you know? And this doesn't mean that you can't feel like shit. This doesn't mean that what you're going through is invalid. Mm -hmm. This doesn't mean that, that the bad times you're experiencing aren't real and you should just suck it up and be a man or yeah. not give a fuck. No, we're all going to go through bad shit. What I'm trying to get at is that you're in control and you have the power to pull yourself up out of that hole. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that when you experience bad things, it is 100% your fault. No, it's 100% your fault if you experience something horrible and you let that dictate your man i'm drawing a blank here i'm using too many big words if you let that Outcome. continue to make you feel like shit then it's your fault yeah but if you let if you have the power and you have the control over your emotions to make sure that you can pull yourself up out of that then that's really how you win the key is you have to want it like you have to want to you have to want to get out of it yeah and i think a lot of people get stuck in it because it's easier and mm -hmm. it's just like 
it's kind of easier just to like fall back and be like sad about situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that cause I do that a lot. That's, yeah. that's kind of a natural thing for me. I've realized like I get down on myself and discouraged. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the thing I always try to work on, but, um, it's, it's always, it's always, uh, I'm drawing a blank now too. Damn. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're getting back into the <laughs> podcast. Rhythm it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. Yeah. But, um, yeah, at the end of the day, like you get to choose and you yeah. just have to want it. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. And that, and that was the biggest thing is like, I don't know if some people can relate to this, but sometimes when you experience something bad and you kind of wallow in your sorrow and you, you're lenient with that and you let yourself kind of sit there and huff and puff about it and feel like shit, it feels good. Because yeah. you just kind of sit there and you're like, man, I just, I don't want to do anything but feel like shit right now. That's yeah. what my mind wants to do. That's what my body wants to do, whatever. Yeah. And you sit there and you kind of feel like shit. So you find comfort in that, right? But my, my cousin Brett told me, when we were driving to San Luis Obispo, he was like, Jacob, you have to get used to discomfort. Mm. You have to welcome discomfort yeah. because discomfort is what helps you grow. Okay. Mm. Here's another thing that ties into that. I was, I, you know, I'm super passionate about playing guitar. I've been playing my whole life. I haven't wanted to play guitar for the past month. I just picked it back up and it's been so fun. And I'm glad I forced myself to do that. And I mm. feel great now. But when I was feeling like shit, I did not want to play guitar. Yeah. So I went online and I typed in, like what to do when you're unmotivated to play guitar. Yeah, yeah. I straight up did. Yeah. And I watched a YouTube video and not even in the video, um, this, you know, I'm reading the comments. So it's not in the video. I read the comments and this guy's like, hey, everybody, I'm a retired guitar teacher, whatever, whatever. By the way, side note, you can find some gold in YouTube comments. Yeah. <laughs> you, can fi- you can find some life-changing yeah. shit in the comments of a YouTube video. But this guy said he was like, when you play the same thing on your guitar every day. It feels good and it's comfortable. There's no discomfort. Your fingers are already used to it. It sounds good and you can have fun with it. And that's why you keep doing it over and over. But if you want to become a better guitarist, you need to play things that are uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You need to learn Mm -hmm. new scales, learn new patterns, practice at different BPMs, and you're going to be uncomfortable. And for all the guitar players, Ryan included, you know, when when you're learning something new on guitar and you're trying to push yourself, it's it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Mentally and physically, you're trying to put your hand in these weird positions. And I, and you know, that on top of what Brett said to me on that car ride, bro. And it's so funny because you had your AirPods in the whole time. Okay. Like I thought, I thought you were going to, oh yeah. So me, Ryan and Brett (laughs) went out to San Luis Obispo, just like party for the weekend. I thought you were listening. I thought you were going to jump in and be like, yo, yo, but you're, you know, studying. Yeah. He was (laughs) studying the game. He was, he was listening to podcasts and shit. But, um, but what that guy on YouTube said Plus what Brett told me about discomfort, like really, really changed my thinking. And it made me realize that I need to welcome discomfort. So when I become comfortable in my sorrow and in my depression and all that, I'm simply allowing myself to not progress any, any more forward. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cause okay. like, um, I've realized to successful people, the greats, whatever you want to call it, they work very hard. But they don't only just work hard. They find new ways to improve as they're working hard and and ways to add on and Mm -hmm. and ways to to tweak and to, like what you said, what are some uncomfortable things to do to grow in that area? It's like they don't just – you could just work hard and grind in the dirt all day long doing the same shit. But this, but the same work is gonna bring the same results. Exactly. So you need you need variation, you know. Yeah. And um, going off what you said too, one thing that Tim Grover said. Another thing, bro. I'm just gonna. He's a beast. He's, he's a, a beast. beast yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been gems. <laughs> he was like, he's like, a lot of people say, you know, 
when you're on your journey to success and you get knocked down really hard, people say, get up, get up, you get back up, you know, get back into it. But he said, but I've realized sometimes you got to stay down for a second and really look around and like figure out why am I down? And, and sometimes that's a couple weeks, a month, two months. And sometimes you just got to look at the big picture and that's an opportunity to, to look at it and say, why did this happen? How do I prevent it, prevent it from happening? What did I learn? And what can I do to be better? Mm-hmm. Instead of just like getting back up right away and like fighting, which is something like I would do a lot. But I think this past situation that we had and shit, like you saw me, I was on your couch in, in, your, in your house. I was just like staring. I was just like out of it, like yeah. just gone. But I kind of let myself do that for a second because for a couple of days, because like what he said, you got to stay down and just really like reanalyze everything. Um, cause I think it's a good opportunity to do that, you know, mm-hmm. when things get really, really tough. And I think that, that just ties into working smart, Yeah. you know, and I'm, I love when people work hard. I like to work hard. I like yeah. to use my hands. Yeah. I like when, when someone hits me up and they're like, Hey, help me build this or do this. It feels good to work hard and to just go. Mm-hmm. Or when you call me and you say, Jacob, I'm releasing this song. Oh, we got to do it. It feels mm-hmm. good to work hard, mm-hmm. but it feels even better to set up a strategy or a system and to build things out as intelligently as possible and then to execute because you're not shooting in the dark because blind hard work, you know, you're just working hard for for sometimes for nothing. In some cases, it'll work out. But, you know, I've come to realize like as we've been through more shit in the music industry and I've been through more shit in my personal life, like it's just better to set things up as best as you can and make sure that you're about to make the right decisions and then execute because then you can work 50 times harder. Yeah, I I agree because I think it's better to set it up by working smart with a good strategy, like, okay, cool, boom, what are we doing? And then, then like drive you said, it then home. drive it home. Yes. But don't use that excuse, work smart to delay as long it's as you both. want. As long yeah. as you can, as long as you want to, oh, like it'll, it'll, it'll fall into place later. Like yeah. we'll figure it out. It's like, nah, like work smart, but work smart now. Yeah. Oh, you know? okay. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's cool. Work smart yeah. now. Yeah. Cause yeah, like God, we're such extreme guys. Like if I pick something, I'm, I'm going to do it extreme. I've told you that. I'm we're, the same way. Yeah. We're aggressive guys. We yeah. want to, we want to, like when we pinpoint something, we're like, we're going to go hard with it. So if I tell Ryan, hey, we're going to build this strategy, <laughs> you know, I'm on the whiteboard all day building the strategy yeah. or whatever. But if Ryan tells me, hey, we're going to work hard and do this, we're working our asses off, you know, yeah. and there's no like in between. But now I think we've both realized that the, that, that it's both. Yeah. You need to work smart and set up a great strategy, build whatever system you're going to build. And then once you have it dialed in, work your ass off and just control from there and i think it's it's good to have that strong extreme fire mm-hmm. but i think it's like it's it's the way you tame it and mold it like that energy mm-hmm. is like the key you know what i'm saying which i'm still trying to get way better be a firebender a firebender yeah be, <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> um talk anime at the club with girls you know what i'm saying because <laughs> like like you said like i'm very extreme too like i'm very like you know, I read the 10 times rule by Grant Cardone. I'm like, we're doing anything and everything. <laughs> 24 hours in a day, we are yeah. doing it. You Sleep know one hour a day. Yeah, just like, cause, just because we care, you know what I'm saying? Like, we want to win. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I think it's, it's taming that fire in a smart way and kind of like using it as like controlled rage is like the, the, the word that yeah. Tim Grover used. It's not like you're not angry and shit, but like it's very just like yeah. 
I don't know how to explain it. I, I, I say think of it like an engine, right? So a yeah. car's engine is simply a controlled explosion thousands and thousands and thousands of times mm-hmm. in a combustion chamber, mm-hmm. right? So think of yourself like that. So you're a car and you have this these explosions going on in yeah. you. It's up to you to, to control it and confine that within a chamber, but spit gas in it and floor it when you should. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So that's the biggest thing. Now, to, to get back to what I was saying in the beginning is that your ability to control that flame, your ability to sit when you're down, analyze things, and then come back up. Your ability to do everything comes from you. Mm -hmm. And the reason I'm getting so fucking pissed about this and I keep talking this shit is because... I feel like so many people think that their life is dictated by other people, mm. right? We've talked about this in the podcast before. Now, in life, there are some things that are out of your control, right? Like mm. if you walk down the street and get robbed, someone's going to say, well, it's your fault. You should have this. You should have went down the other street. It's like, okay, but we're human beings. Mm-hmm. This isn't a fucking video game. Some things truly are just out of your control. Mm-hmm. So when you experience something out of your control, it's up to you subsequently to make the right decisions to ensure you go down a more productive, progressive path, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I just feel like I've been seeing a lot on the internet and I've been hearing from people, especially like with fucking COVID bullshit, all this shit going on. People think that they're controlled by the government. People yeah. think that they're controlled by their teachers or their parents or this or that and it's like because i used to think that way yeah you know and and to some degree maybe you are like i live with my parents and i don't pay rent at my parents house i'm very i'm a very fortunate person to be able to say that so to some degree my parents may have a little bit of control over me but it's like even though that is 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 a given and that's there i still have to make the greatest decisions that i know are going to make my life better because ultimately I'm in control. So if they have a little bit of control in one area, I have to say, okay, well, if I'm ultimately in control, how can I make the best decisions possible knowing that this little, you know, bottleneck is here, like my my parents control or the government's control or this or that or whatever. Ultimately, there's ways that you can move. So if at some point in your life, there, you feel like someone has a little bit of control over you in some sort of way. You got to sit back and go, okay, but how can I work around that? Yeah. If if the if the given is that I'm ultimately in control, mm. if I'm experiencing some sort of control from someone else, how can I work around that or whatever? Yeah. And I just maintain that I'm in control. I'm in control. Yeah, you know it's a, it's, a, it's an everyday thing to like. Yeah. Program yourself to like do that for sure. Yeah. Um. One thing too, I want to bring up, which is kind of like, I feel like it's it, it could be controversial, sure. but. I, I really believe it, and it's another thing that Tim Grover talks about. Um, yeah. I really connect with the shit he says; okay. like, it really resonates with me. Um, like, one thing he says is like, you got to find your fuel. Um, and sometimes, a lot of times, for most people, that fuel is like a dark side of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not always like positive, like affirmations that's gonna really like get you to like bring out these crazy results. Yeah. Like for me, it's like girls, like talking to different girls and stuff that that's a fuel for me you know what i'm saying it translates to music and another thing too is like the, the shit i always tell you like like ever since i was like uh younger like i was the smallest kid in the group yeah. you know what i'm saying i always wanted to be the alpha like that kind of thing and like that was kind of the thing that was like my fuel and like mm-hmm. helping me get these like results that i've never seen in myself before once i channeled that um but then that got shot down you know what i'm saying like people you know mm-hmm. i had people tell me like Oh, like that's wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's not you. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not like that. You don't come off that way. So like so whatever. But I've realized you can still have that internally, but 
you know what I'm saying? You don't have to like be that. You know what I'm saying? Like like Warren Buffett, for example, he's very like he's very like friendly, just like I don't want to say nerdy, but just not like he's he doesn't seem intense. But internally, he has to be fucking intense like that. Yeah. Because how else is he a juggernaut like that? Like mm-hmm. making money like that. You got you got to have like some kind of dark like intensity in you to like yeah. really pr- produce results like that. Okay. Like even like Nate James, I feel like he I, he gives that off like yeah. to me. Like I know he even There's talks about in him. yeah he he always talks about it too. His the demons he has and the anxiety and shit. Yeah. But he uses that to like I really believe that's why he like does what he does like at a, that level and so well. Yeah, and yeah. Kobe yeah. and Michael Jordan, all these pe- all these greats like they all have that like in them. Yeah. But you don't have to like be a fake person. Like, yeah, that's just like your own internal thing. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like if you find that for yourself, then that can really help, really bring out like crazy yeah. results. I think like if so- if something's fueling you, let it fuel you. Yeah. So find your fuel, and as long as it's not hurting anybody, like yeah. as long as you're not trying, as long as you're not trying to become a millionaire, so you can go like you know, put together some sort of, like, squad to go, like, beat the shit out of people. No, <laughs> no, no, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. As long as your fuel isn't going to hurt anybody, mm-hmm. let it fuel you. So, like, just like you, for me, I'm I'm the younger brother in my family. I'm the youngest mm-hmm. child, and I was skinny as fuck growing up. I'm yeah. still pretty skinny. I put on some size, like, at the end of high school from lifting weights and shit. But, like, if you think I'm skinny now, I was, like, a fucking skeletor. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah. I was, like, a skeleton. I was super skinny. And so, like, I got picked on, and, like, my friends talk shit. You yeah. know, my friends, like, it still talk shit to me. So, But yeah. now I'm just, like, I'm not a bitch about it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but it's, like, I'm sure, like, when you work out, you're thinking about that oh, shit. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. You. Yeah. And it's, like, like... I hate to say that that darkness is there, but that really does drive me. Like, I've yeah. always been the little brother. I feel like I've never had a say in anything. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've always been the smallest guy and girls didn't take me seriously and people would always call me like a skinny-ass, pussy-ass white boy, like little shit like that. Yeah. So now, like, when I'm out there trying to get money, when I'm out there lifting weights, when I'm out there working on music, I just think of, like, every time I've felt like shit from that mm-hmm. and I just think, nah, I'm, like, I'm gonna fuck everybody by yeah, by, and, by, and, by proving that I'm a fucking beast. Yeah, and that's that's the shit you that know? like puts you to that next level yeah like over this other guy you know yeah and now it's kind of like th- like i was really gung-ho on that like when i first started doing entrepreneurial stuff a couple years ago with you you know even though i've always been entrepreneurial like i sold candy in high school i was always like trying to sell bike parts and stuff but like when i really got into it you know i was like i'm gonna this is gonna be the biggest fuck you to everybody bro yeah, yeah. I'm fucking proof to everybody yeah. but now it's more of like now that i see that the that the biggest enemy is myself i'm just trying to prove it to myself now that's so i just you read that in I'm that saying, book bro? today that oh really dope yeah really yeah that was I, the end of the book he said that what what was he saying like instead of saying fuck you to others like you just say you just you just gotta prove it to yourself yeah because yeah. Cause it used because i realized that like no matter how successful I'm trying to be or what I'm trying to do, like no one else's opinions matter. Yeah. Like the Instagram comments, they don't fucking matter. You know, like yeah. what I thought of like that hot ass girl in high school, like, oh, this yeah, and that, yeah. like it does, it does not matter. Yeah. All that matters is the competition with myself. And I've had to realize that like over the last year or two, you know, so it went from trying to prove everybody wrong to now I'm trying to prove myself wrong because like I'm out of college, yeah. like I'm only talking to a handful of like close friends each day and other business people and stuff like that. And like, I, I've realized it's all on me. It's and, all on me. And you I know? feel and I feel like you have to go through like shit to like get to that point. Yeah. Like for sure. I feel like you can't just say it to yourself, like, yeah. I don't care what people think, I'm gonna prove it to myself. Like, yeah. cause unless you go through some like shit that just like yeah. mentally like 
hurts you, yeah, like you can't. I feel like you can't get there until yeah. that happens. And I did. Yeah. And I did go through a lot of stuff that, like, yeah, you know, yeah. and 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 other stuff that I'll take to the grave. You know, <laughs> like yeah, just yeah. just things that are like in my mind all the time or whatever. So, yeah, man. Yeah. That. What, what's crazy about the entrepreneurship journey too is like, or the music industry, whatever it is, like. I feel like once you you start doing it and you start getting into it, there's almost like no turning back in a way. Yeah. Because you can, like, even if you were to give up and stuff, you're always going to have that feeling of like, like, because like once you taste some wins and some success, like doing this, yeah, like you kind of get like an addiction to that addicted. feeling. Yeah. Because that, that becomes your identity and who you are and stuff. And then when you kind of step away from that and try to give up or mm -hmm. take time off, like you start having withdrawals mm -hmm. and you can't really enjoy being normal, quote unquote, normal. because, yeah, because, you know, it's it, just not, it's, you're not used to that. It's like, because you know that what, you what you're capable of. Yeah. When you make like your first bit of money doing your own entrepreneurial shit, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah whoa okay that's cool wait i just yeah. didn't have to clock in somewhere to make some money on my like you know what i'm saying yeah. or like when you just anything like when you do your first successful thing on social media or whatever that's entrepreneurial or, or anything like yeah. that you realize like holy crap man like i'm really in control of of what happens to me and the things that i experience and it's awesome yeah it's awesome so, so then it becomes like it is awesome, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. But then, it, and and it also becomes like, do you, would you rather take the, the the pain of discipline and like the pain of growing, mm -hmm. or the pain of regret? Like you, you kind of mm -hmm. have to choose between those two. Like, because if you give up, you're gonna have that pain of regret. Yeah. Your whole life, probably. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Wow, man. Wow. So hey, bottom line, it's all on you, baby. It's yeah. all on you. You know, even it's it's even those little things like waking up early in the morning, which I'm. I feel like a hypocrite because I battle that shit, you know, but I've, I've come to realize that like the littlest things, waking up early, holding yourself accountable for, you know, the workout or anything, man, it's, it's all on you. Like the results you see and the results you don't see, it's all on you. Yeah. So that's it. Love it. All right, bro. Thanks for listening, right. everybody. Hit us up on Instagram. Peace out. What's in your mind for you and for right? I'm trying to decide when you look in your eyes. Yeah, yeah. I mean besides, but your feelings inside you I'm pushing up my mind and my spirit